From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Here's a question: When you have someone new in your house, do you have to play nice because there's company around? Well. We're about to find out. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 227. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man who would say under oath that he isn't self-centered, but he's the center of everything of this podcast. The jury's still out on that one. He is Mike, also known as MFG. I'm not self-centered. I just happen to do everything correctly. (laughs) Big eye roll for those who, who didn't figure I'd be doing that already enough of that let's just get right into a horribly described movie and because we have a guest i try to figure out something that everybody would have seen even though it's going to be horribly described anyhow and i think i have are we ready for the horribly described movie never ready but we'll try anyway (laughs) there we go okay immigrant adoptee is repatriated to country of birth and experiences culture shock and prejudice around the holidays one more time Immigrant adoptee is repatriated to country of birth and experiences culture shock and prejudice around the holidays. Something to think about. And you will get that answer after the quick news. Why do you, he said, well, because we have a guest, I'm going to try to make it, you know, so that everybody understands. And it just sounded even harder. I don't know. (laughs) He turned that up to a lot. It's his way of making us feel dumb, but whatever. And our other illustrious host is the man who would easily get a case against him thrown out on the grounds that he's just too relaxed to do anything because he just won't do anything because that requires energy. He is RT squared, Rob the Tech. I believe that's called the sloth defense. You know what's funny? I actually wrote that and I erased it because I thought it'd be too, you know. Spirit animal. Too too legal technical? Right. (laughs) That's my spirit animal. So the other day while I was just walking down the street, a black van pulled out of nowhere. (laughs) A black van pulled out of nowhere and these uh, three secret agent guys, uh, secret service guys, sorry. They're, they're very specific about that. Right. They pick me up and put me into the van and put a bag over my head. Next thing I know, I'm being pulled into the White House. And the president is looking at me and saying, I need you to do your duty for your country. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, you see this computer here? It's like, yeah, I need you to hack it. I'm like, just because I'm a tech doesn't mean I need to hack it. And they put a gun to my head. and like, you better do this. I'm like, all right, geez. And just as I was getting through the, fat, uh, the last firewall, a thought occurred to me. Practice makes perfect contradicts the saying that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I guess they say practice makes perfect, but you're doing the same thing in over and over again. But that's the definition of insanity. I guess so. I mean, I'm not expecting the same results. I'm expecting to improve. What is it with everybody getting all complex because we got somebody new in the house? What the hell's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And if people don't know what I'm referring to, in the guest seat today is a longtime friend on and off the podcast. This young lady is a researcher, a podcaster, a writer. But for this show particularly, she'll join us to give her insight on today's topic while simultaneously avoiding Mike's sassy retorts. It is an honor to introduce... Erin, that Erin. Hello, 
it's so good to be here. I feel very honored to be on the show. <laughs> we, we, and we in this corner, the old mess from New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, Mike. Very nice. Shout out your government. Oh, but Aaron, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. And and, and for and for once, us not shouting you out and you being part of it. Now let's yes. see if you stay for the whole show. Although so. I do, I do love. I love the jokes, I must say. <laughs> she says that because she's here, that's all. <laughs> I do know, it's funny. Well, I, I've, I've been telling my friends, I feel like a bit of a celebrity because I get talked about on the show. It's kind of cool. Oh, it's funny. Nice. It's funny because um, Lady J, shout out to Lady J, is always like, oh my God, Erin this, Erin that. She knows more about you from the show than she does, you know, actually meeting you. So it's, it's pretty funny. And it's, it's all cool. true. Damn, and it's all true. Damn. <laughs> I don't know about that. Lady J, we need to talk. <laughs> but let's get to what we're what we're here for. So today's on today's show, we'll be discussing the Disney Plus show that is caught that it's caused, had it's caused quite the commotion. But what shade of greed did this commotion cause? Green with envy of how good it is? Or green with disgust for making viewers sick? On this episode, we'll be discussing the Disney Plus Marvel series, She-Hulk. But first, Mike sits here waiting for me to shut up so he can have his turn to talk. It's kind of like Kanye West in any other interview. So let's clear the way for Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that quick news intro was brought to you today by the Fraternal Order of Offensive Losers Society, or Fools for short. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you guys were members, but now I'm wow. not surprised. <laughs> Founding Pop. member right here, my brother. <laughs> All righty. He's back. Henry Cavill is reported to be donning the tights and cape again following his appearance in Black Adam. On social media, Cavill posted a picture of himself in full Superman attire saying, quote, a very small taste of what's to come, my friends. The dawn of hope renewed. Thank you for your patience. It will be rewarded. I want to make it official that I am back as Superman, end quote. There are even rumors of Warner Brothers Discovery working on a sequel to 2013's Man of Steel, but the studio has not officially confirmed any plans. Um, I'm excited, and I'll say I'm, I'm one of the people that wasn't a fan of Man of Steel um, as a whole. I mean, it was a fun movie, but I didn't, you know, I thought they could have used improvement, but I'm glad to hear that he's back. What about you guys? How do you guys feel about Henry Cavill returning as the Man of Steel Superman? The man of little reaction and, and no acting ability. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I am someone, not happy that he's back. Someone is still sore that Henry Cavill didn't return his phone calls. He, he could have, but I mean, it's a lack of emotion. You can't tell the difference between excitement and hello. Hey, that's my boy. That's my boy, Blue. I just, I really wish they had gone with someone else. Um, only wow. because, no, I mean, not, it's it's not even like just being anti-Henry Cavill because I, I have enjoyed him in a couple of movies that aren't Superman, but it's, his Superman wasn't greatly received as it was. It's also, you know, one of his last Superman appearances was at a movie that most people despise, even with the, the redoing of it. So why bring him back? It's it, There's a billion actors out there 
you know, I mean, he's not an old man by any means, but you can get like an early 30 or a late 20s year old Superman so that you have somebody for the next 10 years. Okay. You know, okay. that's just my thing. I just think they should have gone somewhere else. All right. Aaron, any feelings about that before I get to Ralph? Not really. I honestly, every time, almost every time a comic book movie comes out, I'm always like, I wonder what Mike, uh, I wonder what my, Meanwhile 22 pages later is going to say. <laughs> so I'm just actually excited to see what happens. But, so I mean, have, you watched me. have you watched um, uh, Henry Cavill Superman? I think so. But like, I, it, I feel like my first Superman was um, Christopher Reeves. Oh, so. she is old. Wow. wow. <laughs> Maybe I appreciate the classics, Mike. There's that too. He was, he was the best though. He was the best. Yeah. So I feel like everybody else, I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and Ralph, is it easy to go out on a limb and saying that you are the opposite of Mike, that you're actually welcoming Cavill back? Oh, with open arms and I embrace wow. him fully. And is that oh. going to include a reach around? If he wants it, man, <laughs> dude, it's like, I that, don't know. I heard that that's why he said he's going to put the cape back on. It might have been. Who knows? Wow, this got dirty <laughs> quick. Things um, happen behind closed doors. Record time. <laughs> hey, record time, definitely. Um, but but I'll, I'll say this, though. Um, it, it's, it, it's interesting that, you know, he's back. I was just a little bit disappointed how quickly the, the word got out after Black Adam, even before Black Adam, people, like, nobody can stay shut. I'm like, guys, just stay shut. Let me see it. Let me see the movie and, okay. and see see things for myself. But well, I didn't know anything about his appearance there until I happened to see that he was coming back as Superman. And then they referenced the movie, and I'm like, yeah, the movie just came out. You guys could have... That's my point! You, you like... could have just said he's back. <laughs> right. Do you yes. not live on this planet? Have you not been here for years? <laughs> uh, I cannot answer those questions uh, without incriminating myself. Yes, leave Blockula alone. Okay, there's, Mike, what there's, else? There's a certain Area 51 that's still looking for me. I'm very much looking forward to your review of Black Adam, though, by the way. Wait, is is that Moonbase Alpha yours? Eh, I can't say that either. Oh, Jesus. Okay, what else you got, Mike? <laughs> All righty. Uh, just last but not least, a couple of other things we have here. The success of Disney Plus special presentation format for Werewolf by Night has prompted more shows to follow. A Silver Surfer solo project is underworks featuring Norrin Rad working for Galactus in some far corners of the galaxy. The plan so far is for the special to premiere before the Fantastic Four film is released. So it's kind of given like a little suspicion that maybe they're going to be related in some kind of way. But the expectations of the special would be uh, for late 2024 or early 2025. Meanwhile, there are other special presentation outings coming soon, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and Nova. However, no premiere dates have been given for those specials either. And for those who were like, huh, what is he talking about? Um, Werewolf by Night was a, 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 a one-off special they did on Disney+, Plus, and they went in the old school. I, I remember as remember how CBS used to do the Peanuts and they would say special presentation Mm -hmm. on cbs and then they would go into the peanuts where those the christmas special or whatever right. and marvel treated their show werewolf by night like that yeah they had the nice colorful neon uh, stinger wow. but then but yeah then it was done in black and white uh for 95 percent of the, the the show was black and white with uh, a an old universal horror movie monsters fe uh feel to it it was just a great special yeah well i just like the fact that they're doing these little these one-offs like you don't have yeah. to have everything tie in to have a series or to you know to be a movie you can have these one-off um sit on these one-offs like specials and it services a, a good majority of the audience i think 
but also it also allows them to introduce new characters without investing into eight or nine or ten episodes. Yeah. I, I think Mike just liked that man thing was in there. Yep. Got to see my giant size man thing, and so did all of you. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, for for those of us who are not familiar with, with man thing. Uh did you watch it to me by exactly any what you think? No, it is exactly not. what you think. <laughs> Did you by any chance happen to watch Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus? I've I just have only seen it's uh it, I've only seen the Oh, okay. Video. Okay, but there is a Marvel um, superhero from the '70s called Man Thing. If you, you oh, you've heard of DC Swamp Thing, they had a couple of really horrible movies, and then yes. had that great TV show a couple of years ago. It's um, Swamp Thing. I think was second. I'm not sure yes, actually which Swamp one Thing was second. I think I know its popularity was better, but Man Thing was very similar uh, uh, as a swamp creature that used to be a human that's mutated into something else. Um, except the Man Thing can't talk normally, something like that, and it's a uh, his tagline was whoever knows fear burns at the touch of the man thing so if it touched you and you got afraid of it uh you would just literally start catching on fire but otherwise it went about trying to protect nature and blah 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 blah. it was a lot more inner monologue that's the kind of the purpose of the series and stuff but that creature appears in werewolf by night but there was also uh the the character had a magazine which was marvel would do giant sized magazines so there was like giant size x-men blah 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 for Man Thing, which already has a name that makes you snicker, it would be the giant size Man Thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> it's, a lie, it's a lie name. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I hope that they do more of these things. And you're right, it's a good way of introducing um, other characters without investing in a big movie or millions and millions of dollars. And just to kind of test the waters and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's pretty good. And Aaron, I love I love that question because you were like, um, for us who don't know what's going on, <laughs> I love that because there's a lot of times people are like, you made a reference and huh? So well done. That's well, what, that's... Especially man thing. <laughs> Everybody knows that Mike loves a giant size man thing. Right, pretty much. <laughs> so okay, so you mean to tell me you ended quick news with the man thing? Hey, once I start talking about my giant size man thing, that pretty much ends all the conversation right there. So that's all your quickness. That is. All right. So then could you go back and give right, us right. that horribly described movie again so we can You're not gonna ask try to I guess it? Quick news? I always ask him first about the movie and then I ask you about quick news. No, you wow. ask me about quick news and then we go to the horrible. Okay, hold on. Ralph, do you have any quick news? Yes, actually I do. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm on pins and needles, well, which is very uncomfortable. It's not happy news. I, I was very disappointed oh. in what I heard today. About Henry Cavill well, coming back as Superman? No. Leslie oh. Jordan died at age 67. He's the, the sassy white comedian uh, gay guy who was like, uh, what was his name? Oh, he, he was, was, he was, he was, he was Will, and Will and Grace and, and, uh, he, and a few other stuff. He was, um, what's her name's, um show the one from oh man she was in big bang theory she was also blossom she had a show on fox and he was in that also yeah a call me kate oh i know who this i I don't know him from any of those things but i know the actor from other things he's been in oh wow and then he's he's also more recently been very popular because his his tiktoks and instagram posts are just hilarious really he's he's like well shoot and then tell him something about his day it's it's just really funny. Oh no, it's definitely apparently sad. he was in a in a car accident and then he passed away. Oh wow, oh, sixty-seven. Geez. Wow, that's it's sad. Yeah. Gosh. See, I do have news, Cap. 
Yeah, but you, I mean, usually Mike hits us with death. When you hit me with death, I just feel like ending the show. I feel like t- turning it in. <laughs> All right. So four. <laughs> All right. All Jeez. right. No, no, nice try. I, I, I couldn't even tell by, by that cue you gave. I was like, he's an English show. Oh, dumb reference to what I just said. All right. <laughs> so, is any more? No, no more quick news, huh, Ralph? Right? No quick news. No, no, no it's that. Uh, I, okay. I can only do death once, and that's it. Okay. You only do. A lot of people can only do death once, except for Jesus. Um. <laughs> Wait. Does Does Ryan have any comments on the Yankees? Wow. <laughs> wow. We I was trying to avoid this podcast without speaking about my beloved Yankees when I'm them? in geek mode, and especially when my team loses four streets to the Houston Astros. We you mean the cheaters? Those cheaters. <laughs> well I, I had to ask it was all over my timeline. <laughs> well, it's been a tough day. I'll just say that it's been a tough day, especially everybody who knows me as a Yankee fan. It's like, hey, how was your night last night? Oh, screw you. <laughs> so you screw uh, you. know how my night was. If, if I actually I, cared, I'd care. Wow. Wow. Mike, horribly yep. described movie. All righty. Let's see. If because I'm still this. hurting over the Yankees, by the way. <laughs> and you'll continue to hurt. Shush. All righty. Not as much as, not as much as what? Not as much as there. Oh. <laughs> All righty. Thinking caps on. Here we go. Immigrant adoptee is repatriated to country of birth and experiences culture shock and prejudice around the holidays. I can't even say that. Mm. Huh? No, I don't know. Oh, you're all going to be so angry. I am going to be angry. Say it again. Say, say, say one, yeah, more time. one more time. Immigrant adoptee is repatriated to country of birth and experiences culture shock and prejudice around the holidays. <laughs> I don't want to get- My goodness gracious. It's, wow. like, it's, it's like a podcast for silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would listen to that one all day. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> exactly. What? Are we done? I, I, I have no I idea. I can smell wood burning from here and we're nowhere near each other. all righty that's the cap trying to think (laughs) all righty here we go the answer to that immigrant adoptee is repatriated to country of birth and experiences culture shock and prejudice around the holidays of course it's elf i was gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) and i was like no there's no way (laughs) if you would have got it right on your first time being a guest oh oh that would have been awesome i was so mike oh I, i I honestly feel like you are just now just taking a dart to a, to throwing it on a board to words that you have there, putting it together and saying, all right, this makes sense. That's pretty much how they wrote Elf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you ever seen, oh my God, this is the funniest shit. So they, um, they took the Elf trailer mm-hmm. and changed the, the sound up, right? To make it seem like if it was like a horror. Oh, I've seen that before. That was hilarious. I have not seen this. Yeah. Google like um creepy elf trailer and you'll find it. It's it's very funny. Wow. Because they make it seem like like uh Will Farrell's character is like a killer or something. Idle hands of the devil's playground, that's for real. Well he killed comedy, that's for damn sure. De- wow. Hey. Oh, and like that's the reason why we don't have him on the show. Come on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but man thing doesn't get a gong, but okay. <laughs> no, it's I mean it's just 
Who doesn't know about a giant sized man thing? Come on. But that gets a gong. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's move forward, lady and gentlemen. Um, let's get to what we're here to talk about. Um, we're here to talk about the Disney Plus Marvel series, She Hulk. And with a synopsis, is a guy who loves Henry Cavill, Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away. Yay, Henry Cavill. Maybe we'll get him on the show. Maybe he'll surprise us with, you know, acting like he knows where he is. Um, Alrighty. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, is a nine-episode miniseries on the Disney Plus streaming service. The series is the eighth TV series in the MCU, and uh, which is also sharing continuity with its big screen features. The She-Hulk show was created by Jessica Gao and is based on the character created by Stan Lee and John Buscema in the Savage She-Hulk number one way back in February 1980. Of course, I wasn't born yet. Uh, She-Hulk what? Attorney at Law has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 85% with an audience score of 34%. We shall discuss. Oh, we will discuss. And an IMDb weighted average of 59 out of 100. And now for just a quick, quick, quick synopsis. She's lean, green, and fresh to the scene. The Avengers have a Hulk, and now the legal system does too. After a blood exchange with her cousin Bruce Banner, Jennifer Walters gained the ability to transform into a six foot seven inch jade giantess of justice. Now representing superpowered clientele and navigating the dating scene with two profiles, the once mousy attorney is finding that heroics can range from saving today, the day to finding clothes that fit. All right, starring Tatiana Maslany as Jen Wal- Walters' She-Hulk, Ginger Gazango as Nikki Ramos, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, Josh Segarra as Augustus Pug Puglesi, Renee Elise Goldsberry as Mallory Brook, uh, Mark Lynn Baker as Morris Walters, that's the father, Tess Malice Kincaid as Elaine Walter, that's the mother, Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, John Bass as Ted, uh, Todd Phelps, the Hulk King, Jamila Jamil as Mary McFerrin, AKA Tatiana, uh, Griffin Matthews as Luke Jacobson, Benedict Wong as Wong, Charlie Cox as Daredevil, and I had to include Patty Guggenheim as Madison with two N's and a Y, and a Y, but it's not what you think. <laughs> and, and Mike, if I may, it's Titania. What did I say? Tatiana. Oh, I am very sorry about that. Thank you very much. <laughs> How dare you, Mike? <laughs> wow. All right. So let's get into it. She-Hulk. But first, before we do any speaking or slandering or debating, let's press that spoiler one, that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. I can't speak now. Wow. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush smash. Stush, attorney at law. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about it. She-Hulk, there's a lot to unpack here. Mind you, it was a longer series than we normally have gotten from Marvel because Marvel's been giving us six and seven. They've given us nine. They've given us nine. But there's a lot of commotion. Like I said in my intro, and like Mike said in his intro, there's a lot going on. So I guess I'll start with this question. The series is definitely makes itself be known that it's a legal comedy set in the Marvel universe. Did this show hit its mark from a legal show standpoint or from a comedy standpoint or both or neither? 
I say yes and a yes. Um, I mean, it's not law and order. I mean, it's not supposed to be about the ins and outs of every courtroom scene, but you know, for having for, for a comedy that's going to poke fun at the law plus at Marvel heroes and villains, I definitely think it did the job because also you want other story. And I thought it was funny. Did I think it was you know knock down, drag out? You'll never stop laughing. Funny, no, but it wasn't meant to be. It's 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 much more, I guess, what you call humorous or you know that kind of a thing. And I I completely enjoyed it. Okay, all right, Ralphie. As much as this pains me to say, I have to agree with Mike. It it did what it set out to do. You know, it had some laughs. The thing that I like the best about it, they make fun of themselves, which is like the best yeah. part, you know. Um, you weren't, you don't go into this show thinking that you're gonna be like getting some sort of like super intellectual kind type of show. You know what you're getting, and they gave us what we wanted, mm-hmm. you know. And Tatiana Maslany just did a fantastic job. Yeah, she's, I, she's one of my favorite actresses. All right. Um, Aaron, what's your take on it? And I and I and I'm definitely interested to hear what you have to say because one thing for those who don't know, anybody who's on the podcast with us as a guest usually um expresses interest like to us. Hey, look, if you ever talk about this, I want to be down. So Aaron has 227 episodes, never hit us up to be on the show. Hit Mike up. Didn't even hit me up, hit Mike up <laughs> and was like, I want to be down. She's so like, for- if you guys are still doing a podcast, we're like, we are. <laughs> <laughs> that did not you might be <laughs> that did no, no no okay that didn't happen i think i asked if you all were going to review she hulk yeah and of course, then yeah. and then uh that guy yeah i i never even imagined i could be on the show this is like very cool i know as soon as your check clears though that's when we're going to put the air on you know this so you know make sure you pay us that's the way it works so, so now to the question at hand. Um, how did you feel about the show in regards to um, did they accomplish it, it being a legal show or a comedy or both? And being I that mean, you're, I don't know how 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 um, fluent you are with the Marvel shows before it. Um, well, okay, two things. Should I lie just to be different from Mike and and Ralph? Because like I thought I did a great job being funny, um, and. <laughs> And, you know, I think it was actually just uh, probably just as good at as Law and Order at being accurate about legal stuff. Like I watched uh, this, I watched this YouTube like show called about by this guy called Legal Legal. And he rates like how, how like legit uh, TV shows are and the way they handle legal stuff. And so oh, there's wow. some stuff that's like spot on and there's some stuff that's ridiculous. And I'm just here for it all. And I think Tatiana does a great, her, um, her, what is it? Uh, delivery of stuff like mm-hmm. she's funny. Like I just yeah, think she's that, really funny. Show, yeah, I'm like I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I guess because it's funny because I like the show. I feel like comedy. Not that it missed its mark, but it was okay. I felt like it did everything okay. I still enjoyed it, and we'll get to the to the conversation in a second about the haters because there's a lot. Oh, and now mind you, but mind you, there's some things that I'm like, okay, I can understand where they're coming from, but I feel like they're taking it a whole nother level, almost like with the Black Widow stuff. Um, just just a lot of stuff, you know, that we've seen previously, like with Captain Marvel, where Mm -hmm. um, just a lot of hate. Now, are there some points that I feel like, okay, that's a good point? Yes, but I, I just feel like it did it did well. It wasn't the best thing I've seen, but it was good. Okay. Agree. 
Um, now, do we go right for the hate right away? Because because <laughs> there's, I mean, we we could do a, you know, hi, let me do it this way. Um, there's a couple of things that the show kept consistent with the comic book. And with She-Hulk, as Mike mentioned in the original She-Hulk series, she did a lot of breaking the fourth wall. She did a lot of that, and, and she was the one. Well, that would actually have been the second volume of the series, not the original. Is it the se- wait, the second, the, the, second the original series. She was literally savage. She Hulk. She turned into a mindless creature, and eventually turned back. And then eventually, she started to learn to keep her um, intelligence with it. But it was a, it was a straightforward, you know, fighting crime villain of the day kind of comic book. The second volume uh, of this of the She Hulk. That's where they went into the comedy. That was John Byrne's run, right? Yes. Okay, my apologies. I, I'm mistaken. But the what she's known for, or at least the 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 one that she's known for the most is breaking the fourth wall. And they mm-hmm. did this here. Um, did we like how she broke how she broke the fourth wall? Um, did they pull it off well? Oh yeah. I mean, it just came out in, in commentary. She she helped us follow along with the show. You know, I love um when you got down to what was it? I think it was it's either episode seven. No, it couldn't have been seven, it had to be eight. Uh, when when uh, the wrecker shows up, or one of the people, when she she was attacked near her home and someone, they were trying to get her blood sample and it was the wrecking crew, which means absolutely nothing to our guests and very, li- <laughs> and very little to the audience outside of here as well. But they were the people that attacked her. But when she was at that, uh, the spa that Emil Blonsky were, uh, was running and he shows up and she's just like, oh my God. Okay, you people don't know who this is. Did they, did they do it previously on She-Hulk? Never mind. Let's just go previously on She-Hulk on this guy. <laughs> and that was just so great where they were like, just showing him again. You're like, even I was just like, he does look familiar. And when I'm like, oh, that's who he is. <laughs> Robert, what do you think? Um, do you feel like the, cause I kind of felt like the fourth wall, I wanted her to do it. I felt like she did it very little in some episodes and then she did it once or twice in others. And I'm like, I just wanted a little bit more. I guess I wanted her to oh, really? break the not quite Deadpool like. Uh, I see. I would have found that annoying. Hence, I find Deadpool very annoying. Yeah, but I you like find that. Ryan Reynolds annoying. I think if yes. she would have done it, she would have been fine. How dare you, sir? Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is a Canadian treasure. Yeah, and and like a treasure, he should be buried. <laughs> wow. Next to all the bodies. <laughs> so, Ralph, Aaron, how did you guys feel about the fourth wall breaking? I had no issues with that whatsoever. I loved it very much. Very reminiscent of Deadpool, but she put her own spin on it and it was great. I, I, I'm i telling you, like, I, you, you're not going to hear me say one bad word about Tatiana Muscle. We don't hear you saying one bad word about much if it's not Walking Dead. Horrible. Okay. That's what I thought. The See? tank was right there. there. Go. The <laughs> tank was right there. All right. All right. I don't want to go on, off on a tangent. Aaron, how about you? I mean, how are you feeling about the fourth wall breaking? Because some people find it distracting. Some people liked it. Well, I so I have a question about this for, for all of you because um, as someone who doesn't, not really familiar with the comics and like with the original and like what it, like the, I guess the standard, um, I thought it was great. I thought she, it's funny I, I thought it was interesting but then i feel like a lot of i know we're going to get to the hate but like it seems like there's a lot of controversy around that and i i just thought it was cool and it seems to be in a, a device that's being used in a lot of tv shows so mm-hmm. it, it didn't even seem that like crazy to me you know i was just right. like oh it's, she's yeah but can i also add that i love ryan reynolds and mike is wrong <laughs> 
you can add that, but we'll remove it in, in post. <laughs> oh, no, you, you forget who edits these things. It's going to go on a loop every time you speak. Mike has a very short list of people that he, he just can't enjoy. Brian Reynolds is there along with Henry Cavill and Eva Mendes. So that's, you know, that's his list. <laughs> Eva Mendes. I feel so bad for her. You almost called her Chunky Eva, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> Never. <laughs> um. Well, it's interesting because, you know, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the hate because, I mean, we we can go back and talk about how the story, you know, I mean, because they... they they were, one thing I'll say is they were real quick about the origin story. Usually, I, I thought maybe it would take like to the end of episode one. No, they right right into it, and I, and I enjoyed that. I was glad that they got right into it. You know how how she got the blood, mm -hmm. his blood into hers. I enjoyed that. But there's a lot of things that this show tackles, and one of the things it tackles is sexism and misogyny, and what she's dealt with not only as a lawyer but as a hero, um, and as a how, woman. How do we feel that it was handled? Do we feel that it was handled well? Do we feel like it was ham-fisted? Because there's arguments on both sides. And some people feel like, wow, this is something that needs to be talked about. And then some people feel like, yeah, but um, it was kind of, you know, it was a little ham-fisted with his delivery. How did you guys feel? I I just want to say that my favorite scene was in the, uh, in, was that in the penultimate in episode eight, mm -hmm. where they're on stage and they're asked, what's it like? being a female lawyer and um that i forget her name but she goes uh having to do everything you know uh for half the pay or whatever and having to deal with people asking you what it's like being a female lawyer yeah. i was like yeah yeah you go girl you tell them she was awesome <laughs> yeah, that's mallory that was the co-worker mallory that was yes, yes. Mallory. She, she, she was great um but i honestly i don't feel like it was ham-fisted at all like it it I don't even think you could. Yeah, the, yeah, there was no way that you could construe this as like, like, I don't know what you were saying. Beating a point to death. No, it's yeah. the only people, in my opinion, and you know what? I'm I'm not even going to throw it in my opinion. The only people that can be offended and find this is ham fisted or whatnot are incel type guys and other people that just want women to shut the hell up and expose yeah. their boobs in a tight outfit because you're a superhero. Like that's wow. what that's what those people because. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, what the fact that she speaks that like, you know, it sucks being a woman in a man's world. Um, the fact that, you know, she, you know, like, like, like the Mallory Brooks character is saying, you know, like the fact that I get asked the question, what's it like being a female attorney? My, one of my favorites in episode one is when Bruce is trying to tell him, you know, cause she, he doesn't understand how her mechanism works uh, to turn back and forth because he can't do it like that. You know, so he's like, you have to control your anger. And she just goes on that wonderful monologue about like, I am a woman. I've had to control my anger every minute. But of the see, day. I disagree. I you feel know? like that. I feel like that moment, there's, it could have been written differently. I think the way it was written, it felt a little bit too like, I'm going to tell you what I am instead of showing you. Well, they you know, don't they, have a lot of time for that because they have to give you the understanding that she's able to just transform at will, you know. Um, it, but it, I, but I didn't even have a problem with the way it was said. I, I, I liked that she just read it straight out. She read in the eye because this, it also felt like a real woman that's had this, that's had to live with this. She has this answer okay. ready because she's had to give it a lot, <laughs> you know. All right, the the woman in the room. Ha ha ha. So that the point I think you were making about uh, that speech uh, that um, Jennifer gives about being angry and and all that she steals as a woman 
tiny bit over the top, but not wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, they're just kind of like, okay. Um, and I, I, I wonder if people who are mad about when she talks about what she deals with as a woman, maybe they don't like hearing. Like, I mean, I know everybody deals with issues. I feel like there's some people who don't like it when people point out their issues as though it means nobody else has issues. That's not what it means. She's just pointing out her particular issues. Right. And she, I think she brought up great points when she talks about dating in her 30s mm-hmm. and just how people, how men addressed her and especially the guy who who wouldn't pay who who like had a they had a staring match about who would get the <laughs> that check. was funny but you yeah. know but as bad as bad as that wasn't as funny as that was the one that hurt the most obviously was the black guy she slept with oh yes yeah. the one that did not even want to be around her when she yeah. wasn't her was like, gorgeous dang. well-built self i mean there's one thing to just be like hey you know i like you better she but the other was just he was just like no yeah <laughs> that was no. just like that hurt that hurt I know what rejection feels like and that hurt watching that scene. And to be honest, I was very surprised because I mean, and maybe I maybe I'm sexist, but I I was surprised that a man would be down like she like picked him up and took him Mm -hmm. to the bedroom. Like Eh, some people like that dominance, I guess. (laughs) Right here. What you what you didn't see (laughs) Jay. Go ahead. (laughs) He was actually into into uh baby play where he was wearing a diaper. Ah, Baby play. Wow. That's that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Well, he had, he had a diaper, but it wasn't. And a bottle. It, it was it was oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay. I, I you're right. I missed that. <laughs> I was I was surprised he was down for that. And so then I was like, oh wow, he's rejecting her for being gent like that was very Yeah. I, I feel like I, I feel like this country we value small white women. So I was really surprised that that um She Hulk was like the the attention grab. I mean, think about it. I mean, she's she's except for being six, seven and green, you know, she's very much the embodiment of, you know, the fantasy woman. And, and in fact, being green helps with fantasy, you know, because right. um, you're, you're even off skin tone. But um, it's, it's interesting because they, they play with it a lot and you can definitely see why in the comic, because in the comic, uh, at first, like I said before, at first she was just like the Hulk. She only turned when she was angry and things like that. Then eventually she learned to control that. Right. And eventually she, just like here, she can turn back and forth at will. But in the comics, she almost never turns back into Jennifer. And that is because she's unhappy with how the world perceives her. And that, I think, is something that they did touch here and there, but I definitely could see them, um, if they ever wanted to explore that further, I think that would be a great uh, Mm -hmm. other point. But again, I can also see the results would be people going, oh, this is just horrible. They're pushing a point, you know. You know, I kind of like the fact uh, that you said that, Mike, I, I like the fact that they kind of left it out there, that, that the, the issue's out there, but it's not tackled or resolved. It's just kind of there for now. And you could always circle back to it and and find a plot where you're like, okay, well, we can dive deeper into how she, fe- and they kind of did with the whole, you know, between the dating thing and some of the, you know, the other stuff when she talked about, you know, I don't like being Jennifer. I like being, you know, I, I like being She-Hulk. But right. I like the fact it's there and, and they and they did acknowledge it, you know. <clears throat> I mean, well, think about it. I mean, you know, it's, you can even see it in some of the scenes, you know, where she's starting mm-hmm. to realize that this is the better me only because it's what everybody wants, desires, fantasizes about, et cetera, you know. But it's also interesting too, that even as the She-Hulk, they only want her as long as she's still controllable. And we're not just talking about the fear of a Hulk that can throw a a truck through your wall from a hundred feet away. We're talking about 
that they still wanted her to be a complacent, compliant woman that just was also my sideshow piece. Right. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you know, you, you you saw the way everyone was just, you know, would react. We're not just talking about, like I said, the fear of her being a Hulk. It was just, you know, you need, young lady, you need to calm down. Mm. You know, can kind we of talk about? Can we talk about, I think it was episode eight when they- uh, At the awards? At the awards. Yeah. And they're playing the sex tape of her. And I'm like, why was no one else- no one else seemed to be outraged that this mm-hmm. was happening. And I like, no mm-hmm. one was going to just pull the plug. Like it had to be She-Hulk that had to be mad about it. I, I just thought that was, I hope that's unrealistic. I hope it is. And also it's crazy. I mean, there, there is, I mean, I mean, obviously it's a TV show and they, you know, they're pushing a point, but I think there's something else to that, that whole scene is that people were, they were ready to, oh, I can't wait to get on Twitter and talk about this. And right. you know, we're, we're going to belittle this, da 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 da, da. Right. But hey, it's a spectacle. Let's watch it. Let, let's let, even, it, pl- right. let it play yeah. out and yeah. then talk about it. Yeah, right. And, and, and even though this is a person and not just a person, a person in front of us <laughs> that right. this is happening to, it's still our entertainment. And then yet now we're all offended and scared when that person is angry. Right. <laughs> you know. Like, what? Yeah, no, I, I, I thought that scene was powerful for many reasons, um, and I, I thought that was definitely one of them. Uh, you know, it, it was it's an interesting show because a lot of shows that tend to skew more, uh, trying to be more uh, feminine strength, will often skew, let's say, relationships and love and sex and that kind of thing, and especially in a in a not fun light. And this one right. wasn't afraid to do that because I because I was worried at first that it's like it was going to be kind of like. Um, as much as I love uh, Jessica Jones, I thought the sex there just never seemed to fit right. It just felt like, oh, we just need sex. And, you know, we just need a sex scene. Here, there was a purpose to it. It was to show how people reacted to her versus, uh, you know, She-Hulk and blah, 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 blah. Or like, th- that was the nice part about when Daredevil, Daredevil was there. The fact that he liked Jen. Right. right. You know, and, and I guess we're supposed to even infer even better, he, even with his his senses, he still can't see her. So he actually enjoyed the person that is Jennifer Walters. Not even just that Tatiana Maslany is also a pretty woman as well. Right. You know? Yeah. I've, and, I've, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. You got it. I, I just enjoy it. I felt like I was rooting for her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you'd see her have these terrible dates or yeah. that people would only like She-Hulk not really ever Jen. So it was like when someone finally was like into her, you're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. But who who would not have made uh, laid waste though to that uh that that wedding? I I, <laughs> I I would have laid waste to that wedding after I got there and got treated like dirt once. I would have been like and destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's before you turned into the Hulk. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> your sassiness doesn't need green. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, it's funny because you touched on on the on her relationship with Daredevil. We'll get there in a second. But um, obviously, one thing that Marvel brought up was they kind of made it like a character of the week kind of a thing with every episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a one off where you could watch one episode independently and you know watch another episode. So it's not like Three's Company or anything like that. But you got you know the case of the of of the week, right? With an underlying the, story. Right. Um, how do we feel about how they how they use the Marvel characters? Because they used everything from um, what was it that the the, the pixie that imitated that she was Megan the Stallion? Right. 
yeah. Bruna. To the person who's using um a sling ring mm-hmm. to um to do parlor tricks in Donnie you know, Blaze. Right. Which <laughs> which everybody that I know at, at my job was like, was that Johnny Blaze? Are we gonna have Ghost Rider? I'm like, no, 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 no. His name is Donnie Blaze. Yeah, I know. I was very excited that that was not what they were going to do with Johnny Blaze. Like, that is not Johnny Blaze, who is Ghost Rider, yes. Donnie Blaze. Different person. Yeah. No. I thought I thought the, the, the guest appearances were fun. And, I mean, mm-hmm. even they made fun of it. They just, like, you yes. know, they said, well, we know, you know, you're expecting the, the guest of the week. I love when she's in the car of the episode that's going to have Wong. And she's like, I know you're all excited to see Wong. Yeah. But we still have, we still, but we still have some story to go. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely. And he is funny, that. by the way. Yes, oh, he is really. Yeah, Wong is great. He's he's got really good uh, comedic, comedic timing. timing. Yes. Yeah, he really. Does. It, yeah, there sh- there should definitely be a spinoff with him and Madison. Oh no my god! Yes. <laughs> but are they are they gonna like get together? Or are they just friends? Well, I mean, they're just they're friends. Just Who friends. knows? You know, right? For, you know. We'll leave it at that for now. But I mean, he is a lonely monk, so. <laughs> was it, was it the whole Madison popularity thing? Huh? What was that? It does get cold over there at Comitage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask because, you know, it's funny that you guys bring up Madison as somebody that's not part of the Marvel Universe, but, you know, is now part of this, this show and has gotten such um, a really positive response. I mean, I'm a little surprised by that. I'm happy, but I'm a little surprised by that because I was like... <laughs> This is what we're reacting to, but I, I can't lie. The more they gave me, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's kind of amusing, but are we surprised by this? Well, I mean, to have a, an amusing side character is nothing. And it's not like she was an episode after episode. I don't think, unless you made a huge change to the type of story you're telling, you can't make her a regular. I would like to see her back, for instance, if there's a season two, to see what her deal with this demon was. That would be the only reason to bring her back, like, you know, yeah. to actually find out. I, I thought, in fact, that's where the show was going to go and that was going to somehow bring our bad into it. Um, but she was just I don't know what it was. She stole that every scene she was in, that she episode. just stole it. You know, she really stole the episode. One of my favorite things, though, had to be the next time we did see her. Or wait, was it the next time or was it that same time? I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh no, it was the post credit. No, 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 no. It was it was the same episode. I was trying to think of the courtroom scene. I was thinking I was putting it in another courtroom scene. But when she's in the courtroom scene and she's there's this like state your name for the record. And she's like, Madison with two N's and a Y, but it's not where you think, right? And and She Hawk is just like, Could you please spell your name? And so like she's she's M-A-D-I-S-Y-N-N. And they do this quick cut to the, the to the prosecuting attorney, and he's <laughs> Scribbling it out of his erasing. And it's just so funny because it was so quick. You had to catch it. Cause it's just like, you evidently didn't put it where it belonged. <laughs> you know? I, I didn't catch that, but I wish I had. Yeah, when you watch it, it's just it's so quick that he's you see he's angry because he's like got to erase this, you know. <laughs> but to the cap's point, I was surprised. I mean, don't get me wrong, she was funny, but I didn't I wasn't uh, the first time I wa- I had to watch the episode twice. Um to prepare for this <laughs> and <laughs> and and i even was reading reviews and i noticed how many people loved madison and i was mm-hmm. like really because when i first saw her inter- especially interact up against jen like jen is like annoyed and mm-hmm. she's like this was a mistake and she's like madison's kind of ditzy and my i loved it when she said uh the, the demon's going to air quotes take my soul <laughs> <laughs> Like she's funny, but it's I, I mean, it was like, okay, what are you doing with this ditzy woman? Like I was kind of like, I'm not really sure what the what the deal is. Like, are you 
especially against Jin, who I guess is smarter, mm -hmm. I guess, um, and more maybe more respectable. I wasn't sure. Right, I was um, more grounded, I guess. Yeah, but then I guess people loved her, and I I kind of love that they love her. Yeah, well, she was just refreshing. She was just very different. But again, like I said, I I don't need to see her all the time or anything like that. I, I think another episode just to address what actually is the result of her thing, I think would be great. But uh, but yeah, no, she was she was definitely refreshing. I was not a fan of of uh, Titania though. Really? Wow. Just, I mean, nothing bad. It's just it, Titania is a, is a stupid character even in the comics. I mean, she's just right. she's just nothing. And basically, all she has is to be jealous of the She Hulk and try and prove that she's stronger and that she knows she's not, and so therefore she just kind of just exists to make her life miserable here and there, which is what they more or less did here. Except you know, she did an influencer way instead of a supervillain way. Um, it's just that it. I just felt like there wasn't a lot to the character. That's what it was. It wasn't the actress's fault. I just don't. I like like for instance, she shows up at the courtroom in episode one. Jen is she's the She Hulk, but no one knows she's the She Hulk yet. You know what I mean? Like they don't know they're both the same person. So she shows up at the courtroom, but I don't understand why she showed up at the courtroom. Did it disrupt? I mean, did it disrupt something? But but why? That because we think about it, she's just an influencer. Like she she showed nothing like this kind of behavior previously, or or right, or, or that, that, that we've been yeah. told. We haven't been referenced right. of that, so it was just weird so for her they, just to show up. They actually explained that in uh, <clears throat> in the next episode, mm -hmm. where they say that she was at the courthouse uh, for some. Uh, I think it was like a either like a, a traffic thing or or something like really small. Okay. And then she got enraged and then like like ran away from the judge and that's where she oh, ended up into okay. the next room. And she ran into the yeah, I, I think that's what they said. It was something along the lines of like she was already at the courthouse doing something else. And then okay. because she was angry, she like ran away. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So I just felt like she, I just felt like she didn't have like any interesting motivation. Um as to why she hated I mean like the, the part that they gave us that one episode where it's featuring her it was fine and it was funny, but I, I just, as a character, I just felt like it. I, I didn't have enough motivation. I think we needed more time with uh, Titania to, it's just kind of like, like Eddie Brock with Spider-Man, like, you know, right. turning into Venom. It's like, you need to understand, like, why does Eddie hate Peter Parker so much? And then you can let them now let it loose. Right. <laughs> you know? then, yeah. He hates Peter more because Venom hates him. Right. Well, right. yeah, no, that's both, but yeah. Um, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry. If, if, uh, on the Tatiana train, Titiana, Titana, Titania, Titania. On the Titania, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Tatiana Maslani that keeps making me exactly. say the name wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on the Titania train, um, if you ever get a chance, go to the actress's um, Instagram mm -hmm. and watch the bloopers that she has on there. It is hilarious. So okay, because because that one, uh, you know, like when she's like flying towards uh, the the, the, the towards, jump kick. Yeah. So when she does yeah. that. They did that a few times, and they asked that they actually like allowed her to add them a little bit, and some of the stuff she says is just hilarious. Okay, oh, that's so really a, a few. Yeah, some pretty good bloopers on there. Okay, cool. Um, it's interesting because Mike had brought up um that he didn't like Titania, um, or at least the way they did her in the show. It literally um, sounds like a ship, I, right? It does. <laughs> it does. Um, but let me ask you this, and I'm not sure if Aaron how familiar you are with, with these other characters, um, before. Um, they got to the series, but a lot of people. One of the critiques I've seen, besides you know all the all, all the misogyny stuff or all the oh yeah you know it's not that funny, 
is the idea that they softened up a lot of the characters because it's a comedy. Like, for example, they talked about Emil Blonsky being this hardcore, ruthless character kind of made to be a shell of himself in this show, um, along with Daredevil, who was a brooding kind of a hero in his Daredevil series, but is kind of, you know, doing the walk of shame. So a lot of complaints were made of that. How do we feel about that? He's doing a barefoot walk of shame, too. Yes. (laughs) I had no problem with it. Because I know what it was, right. you know, it's just like if you want, if you read a character in one comic book and then you're reading Deadpool, for example, the comic book, you know that it's going to be poking fun and all that stuff. You just, you know, you know, that's what the territory is. They, not everything can be endgame. Right. Well, how did you guys feel about those Listen, portrayals of those characters? Daredevil doing his walk of shame. He was not ashamed one little bit. He had a, a smile on his face that could have made the Joker be jealous man it was so so big man he, he he loved that shit so but it was hilarious just to see him walking down and that old lady just walking her dog and he's like hello and he's just like, like just another day <laughs> and then then um her friend coming in did i just see a guy in a devil suit uh doing the walk of shame and then jen is like yeah oh, yeah. yeah you did <laughs> well what did you it's think of that uh hilarious. what do you think of the characters there so I, I'm not familiar. I wasn't really familiar with them. Um, I just started. I, I'm sorry. Daredevil. I'm sorry. Please don't don't hang up on this podcast because she evidently has not watched Daredevil, which is touted as one of the best, uh, you know, TV series that Netflix had for the smaller Marvel heroes. But really? go on. <laughs> oh well, okay. I just just started. Um, so I didn't know who he was. I just thought he was like another. So I was like, oh, I'm glad. I'm, I was just happy she found somebody. Um, <laughs> You're just happy she got laid. <laughs> oh, he's so nice. He's a lawyer, too. And he likes her. <laughs> like, they're flirting. I was just he's very happy. He's ghost her, like that exactly. other guy. You basically just like take her him. blood. You became yeah. her best friend and mom simultaneously. I was very, and Emil, I thought he was funny. Like, I know, like, yeah. they, they kind of set him up. They're like, you hurt my, you went up against Bruce. And he had, like, a reason. And he mm-hmm. was, I don't know. I just, and then he became this, like, counselor i thought it was funny so i was yeah see like i i i I didn't have a problem with emil bronson because this wasn't um 2000 and god where are we 2009 or is it 2010 was it 2008 was the incredible eight or nine because it was right after iron man iron man was first yeah i just don't remember but my point though is it's not like the year later where you're like well this makes no sense this is even further along in the time span in there in the MCU, because the MCU is not matching with us any longer. They're ahead of us, you know, right. or, or a little bit, if, if nothing, but at least a few years ahead of us or a couple of years ahead of us. But my point is, even if it, let's just, let's ignore that. Let's just say they're at our time period. It has been 14 years. He's had a change of heart. He, yeah. he has grown as a character. So for me, for, for the reasons he gave as to why he's no longer who he was, was valid. He's like, I was, you know, I was this, you know, basically this this younger, dumb guy that's patriot and thought he was doing the right thing. And then I was lied to. And I became a monster that destroyed and da 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 And we don't know if there's been other adventures and other mishaps that we've had with him, you know, in, in, this, in between years. Um, and then also, if you think about it, the snap has occurred. We don't know if he was in or out of the snap, what his thoughts were, if people he, you know, I mean, just think about all that occurred. So sure, we're not going to get the smash him up fight. It's just like, he's just like, look, I'm a broken down guy that doesn't want this power any longer. So I had really no problem with that. I thought it was actually kind of cool way of getting him out of um, 
a lot of the MCU expectations if they if they don't want him to be a main player. I thought that was kind of nice. Um, and as far as uh, like the Daredevil, you know, remember this is not uh, Netflix's Daredevil anymore, right? And that's, first of all, and that's I'm not so- saying that he has to be funny, but first of all, remember he's in his his uh, ketchup and mustard suit. Yeah. So he hasn't he so <laughs> he has not actually become the Daredevil we know. <clears throat> so excuse me. So we already know that this is not that same Daredevil because we're in a future time period and he's in his original suit, you know? So, so I mean, so I was accepting it, but I thought it was a good time. It was good to see Charlie Cox have a good time, but things that I don't know, people will talk about exactly, you know, what we're talking about, how they didn't like it, or maybe they did whatever, what people are talking about, his fight scenes were better than his fight scenes were before. The action, the acrobatics, mm, they were amazing. I'll say it was as good. I won't say it was better. Oh, no, they were better. Good. They oh, were better. No. I mean, what what it was great in his show, but this, the, the speed that they had him moving at, that is the comic book Daredevil. The mm-hmm. other was like much more realistic, but, you know, but this was comic book Daredevil being able to move as fast, as flexible as he was. Like, you know, he was as flexible as you would want Spider-Man to be almost. He, it was just, I'm like, this is Daredevil. You know, it's almost what I want Batman to be from because okay. that's, that's okay. what he's supposed to be like, you know, and yeah. we don't ever get that. Um, but no, I really I thought his moves were amazing. Yeah, as, um, as, as long as it doesn't take him 30 minutes to take out all those bad guys, I think it's that fine. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the math. <laughs> Can I ask you something real quick, Cap? Oh, My question for you all is. Um, uh, one of the critiques I heard on another podcast, uh, Culture Gap Fest, they were saying that they thought- Leave that name be- out because we don't want them. Anyway, oh, go ahead. we don't want them. No, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was a joke. Um, that uh, uh, She-Hulk's character could have been more progressive if she had actually been more Hulk-like, like more closer to Bruce Banner than she's like kind of an Amazon, like sexy, like she got the straight hair. Um, like they, they thought that they- Her Hulk hair was amazing, by the way. I did have to give her that. I mean, she looked great. And I, I kind of, did you ever, did you get like a WWE vibe when she like yeah. went up against Titania? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I, I mean, the thing is she's comic book accurate. I mean, yes. because, because comic books are written by men, 14 age boys, I mean, She's she's a gorgeous woman. Now, in the last few years, she actually has turned into this like much more hulkish, like like kind manly. Of, yes, because that's like bodybuilder. Yeah, because something happened to her abilities, and and she's kind of gone crazy. But that's neither here nor there. But um, but an example of what we would have been looking at was in episode nine, the beginning of that one, when they redid the Incredible Hulk opening sequence from the original. Oh my series. god. And like the, the Hulk yes. there is more like, you know, that yeah. series was, first of all, that opening cracked me up because- I loved it. It's just yeah. classic. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, as much as I can be like, you know, hey, you know, let's not go too far and, and, and just make women's showpieces. It's not even about being comic book ac- accurate. It's also, it's kind of integral to the character, like we just discussed earlier. The fact that the She-Hulk is this almost perfect form of a woman, if you want to say, whereas Jen isn't. Right. So, you know, so like you kind of, that is kind of an important. Uh, That's the contrast. Dynamic, right. You right. Know, that, okay. um, which of course is, is like anything is an excuse for guys to say like, that's why they want to see her in a teddy, but that's, <laughs> that's not actually how that works. But um, <laughs> I, I, I do think that, I, I think that was fine. I don't think that she needed to be any more buffer or, or you know, Hulk like, as opposed to, you know, aerobics teacher. Like, you know, I, right. I thought, I thought they did justice to the character that way. I thought they made an awfully big show of her costume for no reason, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> but otherwise, she was good. Ralphie, what, what, um, to Aaron's question. 
No, Mike, nail on the head. He said everything I would have said. It's like he took the thoughts from my brain and put them out of his mouth. Yeah, that's what I do. Didn't you see that big hole in the back of your head? I have I have the the key from Lock and Key. That explains it. Huh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Erin didn't get that reference either, but I'll tell her a post-podcast about what that is. Okay. <laughs> now, I, now w- without trying to go too over, but I know I have to hit this point before we go into ratings and all this other stuff. Another place of contention where people were not happy was the ending, was the way they ended season nine, the way they not only broke the fourth wall, but, you know, Mm -hmm. went out of their way to say, you know, that she's gone to the writers and all this other stuff. Where were you in regards to that being the ending of season nine, especially where they build up to this climax? Episode nine, excuse me. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm pushing so so far ahead. Um, Episode nine. I mean, how did you guys feel about it? Well, I can tell you right now, I was a little disappointed with the way okay. that it ended. It, right. um, out of all the possible endings that they could have done, I never foresaw this. It was, I'll say this, it was funny to see that, because everybody's like, Kevin, 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 and you're thinking you're going to see Kevin Fahey, and it's a robot called Kevin. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. All right. Now let's see where they go with this. Okay, she's having him change the ending to suit. All right, right, fine, that's cool. But you could have given me something a little bit better. Even though it did resolve in a way, but it's it's not a... It's like you you go out for dinner, right? They give Uh you this big plate, right? Full of delicious food in front of you. And when you go to grab one thing... You grab that, but then they take the plate away and bring you your dessert. That's what it felt like, you know? Like, wow. you, you, you're not really full. So you feel like you cut short. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not really full, but they gave okay. you an ending, you know? Okay. Let's yeah. say something, Aaron? Oh, no, no, I was just saying interesting. I'm like, oh. I'm like considering, okay. Okay. I mean, for me, I, I enjoyed the ending. I think it could have been tighter. Um, I felt, because it, it felt like this was the ending where you needed some... Um, didn't have to be a long speech, but something deep. And they were, they did touch on some things about like, you know, this doesn't need to be a smash up uh, testosterone fest kind of a thing. Um, and also, you know, we don't just need fighting to resolve every situation. I mean, I, I'm up for that. And that was a point that they were making. It just felt, it, it felt like instead of them writing this concise, well thought out worded point, it almost felt like they said, this is the general idea of what we want. And the guy that's voicing Kevin and Tatiana ad lib it. You know what I mean? It, it felt like, so they, they hit the points, but it wasn't concise. And, okay. and I felt in that way, it kind of took away. However, though, to the haters that sit there like, that's a stupid ending. Evidently, they're not She-Hulk readers because they would have recognized that as, I don't even know which um, plot line that that filled up, but there's a, it's, it's a famous one. It's, she's, I don't know if she's on the cover, if it's an inside thing, but she's literally, as She-Hulk, ripping through the pages. And then she goes to talk to the actual writer of that issue. And she's like, this ending sucks. Yeah. So, so this wasn't novel. They didn't invent this idea. Right, this was um, taken you know, from the book. Right, they just changed how it went and stuff like that um, and, and modernized it. Uh, what, uh, and uh, I did think it was funny when she's, when she's when Kevin's just like, I need you to change back, but I need you to do it off screen. Yeah, it's too expensive. Because <laughs> it's too expensive. But I also like when, uh, when he's just like, she's ready to go. And he's like, well, you know, okay, then we're done. See you on the big screen. And she pauses and turns. She's like, oh, you're sitting down. She's like, really? And he's like, eh, probably not. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so it was just one of those where it's like, ah. Oh. But as much as they made fun of that part of the ending, I hated the actual ending. Mm -hmm. Like, like when Bruce just showed up with hey, his son, I'm back now. with his son of not uh, of not baby years. <laughs> so he hasn't been gone that long. He was. She hasn't been She Hulk for a year. So, so in in just a matter. In fact, she hasn't even She Hulk. I think it's we're close to you know somewhere in relative time. So what a month, two months, three months? Maybe she's been She Hulk. He's been on Earth for at least part of that time, even after she turned because she was in touch with him. He disappears and comes back with a fully formed adult or or late teen kid. And I'm like, that was worse than when they were trying to throw in the ending as it was beforehand. <laughs> You know, at least for me, at least for me. Yeah. Aaron, how, how did you feel about the ending? Um, okay, two things. I like I think I would have been happy with a range of endings. Like when when it first when the episode first starts and it looks like it's, you know, the uh what is this Hulk the Hulk King was gonna right. get her was gonna become a Hulk. I was like, okay, where is this going? I mean, it did seem like a lot, but I was like, all right, I'm here for the ride. And then I thought it was very clever that she was kind of like, I got to talk to the writer. I, I didn't know that this was already something that happened. I thought it was clever and that I thought it was funny that we're expecting to see Kevin and it's a, it's a bot. Um, right. <laughs> um, and I like her joke about, she's like, I smash all kinds of things and sometimes Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's that awesome. was great. That was absolutely awesome. Um, <laughs> I, go ahead. Can I, say, I didn't know enough about Bruce's son. Like to me, all so many of these characters are new. So I was like, oh, okay. It's a relatively new character and it's garbage. And something they, even, they haven't even really introduced. They just kind of threw it out there. Yeah. So yeah. That's oh, kind of what yeah. it is also. Like what, what we okay. saw now was everybody's introduction to Scar. Uh, it's S-K-A-A-R. That's his son's name. This was okay. that, this was everybody's introduction to him um, and what that means. And what they're, what they're also teasing is that there's going to be an, an event called World War Hulk probably okay. you know un un unfortunately because that was an also horrible comic book um miniseries uh we'll talk about that's that debatable. like what that was offline yeah that's debatable world war hulk was garbage <laughs> dr strange smash oh by <laughs> professor x and the hulk is so mad that i can't use my incredible mental power. oh mike we're not gonna get into it now but <laughs> but i but i agree with mike that they just kind of slapped it on there you know, and I think that's where a lot of the people are talking about. So when you're talking about, hey, look, I don't know of these other characters. A lot of people are like you who are watching it for the first time are like, wait, what's going on? So they're lost as well. And us nerds who kind of read the books, whether we liked the story or we didn't, you know, it's like they, how did you introduce this? Yeah. Right. Right. And by the way, one thing I was mad, though, I mean, not that she was going to do anything violent to anybody anyhow, but I at least wanted to see her get in the face of Josh. Josh yes. got out of this scot free, and I was very mad about that and surprised. Josh was the, if you don't remember, that was the boyfriend. That was the the the, the guy she met at the wedding. Yeah, right. where would like, happen to him? Right, I mean, he he evidently, you know, he worked for the Hulk King, stole information. But I'm just like, I don't understand, like, why we're not getting any resolution with him at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think That's that was the way for the, the next season. The the yeah. circle of friends in in uh, Emil Blonsky's uh, therapy area thingy, Majigger. Those people, they took care of Josh. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> can, I, can I just add? Oh, sorry. sorry sure, sure, go ahead, yeah. I, I, this is separate. The um, the wedding 
the wedding episode. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious that her uh, she's reconnecting with this friend and she's like, I'm a lawyer and I do. And she's like, oh, but who are you dating? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was that yeah. was so poignant, actually. Yeah, was I was funny, like, that's real. Sad, you know? Yeah. yeah because, well, because her friend had nothing going for her. So, <laughs> you know, right. I was like, I can see that happening. Try to get that dig in there. That's all they did. When they made her iron all those shirts, I'm like, seriously? I know. I'm like, (laughs) what wedding is this? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know. This is some wedding that I have never heard of. Right. It's like some Amish wedding. Daddy chicks are not good friends. Um, (laughs) If it was me, I was iron shirts. Uh, Yeah. That's going in the trash. Like the one thing point I wanted to make about the end before we start closing out and going into renaming, and I don't want to, I don't want to open up a can of worms, but I know that a lot of people were talking about the ending in regards to, and I see what they're saying, but I disagree with them. Here's what they said: they said the fact that she broke the fourth wall and talked about there's a Kevin existence, kind of disqualifies, how, or how is she going to be included in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now? Now that you talked about this fourth wall existing and these writers existing, so now all those things that happen in Endgame and and um and Infinity War are devalued because now you've got this fourth wall break. And I'm like, I see what you're saying, but this stands on its own. It's kind of like Deadpool. It stands right. on its own. First of all, these are the same people that want a male fourth wall breaker into the MCU. I'll they play devil's advocate. Right, right. I'll they play want, devil's advocate for a second. <laughs> you know, it's something that you and I have said. If Deadpool exists by himself, it's fine. But if Deadpool exists in the MCU, it doesn't make any sense. No, I've never been for him, nor I don't even like the characters. It is, but I'm saying, but these are the same people that have been so excited that Disney owns all the Fox stuff. They can't wait to see the Deadpool because they want the X Men. They want all this, but yet, like I said, they want a male person to break the fourth wall. You know, because the thing is, I mean, she'll exist just like she does in the comics. When she's in regular, when she's not in the She-Hulk comic book, she doesn't break the fourth wall, you know, or at the most, if if, if someone's feeling playful, even in another um, of someone else's comic book, she might give a, a wink and a nod to the to the fourth wall. I could see her doing that. I could see like, at like, let's say it's, it's a big battle going on and like, you know, it's not even like saying the climax of the battle, but just her portion of the battle. She's She thought she was going down. She had to save. I don't know, babies and orphans and, you know, she almost died, whatever the case <laughs> is. But like she she just narrowly escapes. I could just see her like a side breath and then a, a twinkly look to the to the audience and just being like, you know, kind of like did it, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> and that being it, which would be a great wink and a nod because it's including how her story works. But other than that, that's just people once again worrying about how a woman is going to fit in into the character. It's the stupidest worry in the world. It's like she's just going to be a character in wherever she is, you know. All right. So, anything we want to add before we go into? Did you just have something, Aaron? That you want to add? Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna. So, so the cap. So the 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 critique was that because uh, She Hulk broke the fourth wall, then now other characters can break the fourth wall. Is that not quite that? But the um because their concerns, what I've been hearing is because She Hulk broke the fourth wall and shows that this other world exists where it's writers that create the show that all this imagination that they started for all 22 films is now um for lack of a better term i don't want to say disqualified but like um it's kind of um you 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 pull back the curtain and now the magic is kind of gone so that's what a lot of them were saying but like mike was saying deadpool did the exact same thing with his movie even though it was part of a different universe and they're talking about including him soon Okay. So people were okay with that, but not okay with the same thing 
when it was when it was a woman. Interesting. Right. right. And the only difference is, you know, like one particular dangly object in the Wow. The <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the thank, man thing. Thank you. The, the man. man. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, she she listens. Unlike our tech, she listens. All right, all right, all right. So, anything we want to add before we go to renaming and ratings? Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. So, Aaron, let me explain what we do. So, typically, what we do at the end of our um, at the end of our reviews. Why are you explaining this? As if she's never listened to our show before. Because she's never listened <laughs> to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure she gives a concise answer. And she'll Thank last. you. I Thank got you, Erin. I got you. Um, so basically, at the end of the show, what we do, at, at the end of our review, we talk about whatever we're talking about, and we rename it something clever, something more apropos to what the show represents. So renaming the She-Hulk series. Ralph, do you want to go first? Um, or do you want me to go first, as usual? I, I'll grant you this honor. Oh, you're brand new. For I uh, am one of humbleness. Ness. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> mine is little, little, little too on the nose, but I, I think it's okay. I'm gonna call it She-Hulk. Green, mean, and women haters breaking their computer screens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Because especially when Mike talked about that rating, now I, I'll I'll go on on record and say, do I think this is my favorite one? No. Do I think it's that funny? Not as funny. It's still funny. It still works. But thirty four percent. But thirty four percent. Not even not. Yeah. I can't insane. understand that. Yeah. yeah. That's and wait till we get this in the group chat that me, Mike, and Ralph are part of, and we're interested to see how they react to that. Ralphie, what would you rename the series? She Hulk girl. She Hulk girl. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like not go girl, but you know, She Hulk girl. <laughs> you got it. Okay. All right, Mike. Uh. She-Hulk, a.k.a. that time Ruth Bader Ginsburg wore green. <laughs> I think I remember that one. <laughs> okay, all right. Aaron, that Aaron. Aaron, I don't know. What would I rename it? Can I come? Can you come back to me? I just sure don't can. know. Okay. <laughs> oh, she, she went to, to Ralph's preparatory school. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we accept she, people of all kinds. I take my time. I think, go us, Ralph. But can, can I, I want to say that this is a good show. If you just want, like, to, like, sometimes the world is shitty, and this is a great show to just come home to, and you're not going to, like, stress. Um, you're not going to, I don't know, you're not going to have, like, it's not like watching SVU where right. you're going to like, oh God, yeah. you know, like everything's right. going to be okay. Now, are you talking like about She-Hulk or meanwhile, 22 pages later? Uh, both. Just say yes. Just say Ooh, yes. yes. There you go. That was a seamless answer. You heard that, right? <laughs> All right. So let's do it. Ratings for She-Hulk. Ralph? I give She-Hulk nine. Are you a matador and a bull out of 10? <laughs> that was just hilarious sometimes i feel like uh who you are um just uh, aggravates me yes but you know just because i dress this way doesn't mean that i'm a you know a, a spaniard matador and i'm gonna kill you yes but that's how i feel <laughs> that's right the, the the counseling group i forgot about that <laughs> um, I'm gonna give She-Hulk eight walks of shame out of ten. I just really enjoyed that. That was funny. <laughs> well, that was there funny. was no shame whatsoever. He was Not at proud. All. Nope. Everybody knows on this podcast the Cap loves him some She-Hulk. So I was, 
I right. was definitely nodding with um with Daredevil. Mike? Uh, I give it eight and a half. I'm not a superhero. That's to billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason out of 10. <laughs> that was the little, greatest line. <laughs> little dig at Iron Man and Batman simultaneously. Yep. Um, I will give it eight torn suits out of 10. Yes. Nice. All right. Yes. Very nice. All right. I'll work on that. <laughs> so did oh, you ever think of what you would want to rename it? Oh, I like oh. She-Hulk is good. If it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I, was, I want to say the uh, the character of of the suit designer. I love. Oh him. yeah, he was great. Yeah. Oh, was, it, was it Luke? Was it something or, or yeah, Luke Jacobson? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was funny. You know, you're Hug, dead to me now. Pug was so funny as well. Who? Yes, Pug. Pug. Oh my. Yeah. Oh Pug. I love I love her best friend Nikki. Yes. Nikki, Nikki, oh, is Nikki is you want Nikki to be your ride or die. Oh, that's that's ride or die to, to <laughs> yes. the max right there. She's just your ride or die. P.S. Oh god, go ahead, Robbie. Funniest pug moment when uh when the pixie's impersonating him and saying all that kinds of stuff, and then he comes out, he's like, No, come on, don't say that. And then he's talking to the secretary, he's like, You know me, that's not you me. Know me. Come on. You know me. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was like, you know me. And oh. and when he went to the thing and sh- and they were like, uh, just don't say females. This is really hurting me right now. So it's like females, am I right? And they were like, Yeah, that's yeah. Like <laughs> So there you have it. She Hulk attorney at law. I mean, hey, anytime you have the guy from Perfect Strangers as the dad gonna be a good show i'm kidding good show anyway don't go anywhere rocket review is next hi i'm mfg and this is my two minute rocket review of the netflix sci-fi series the imperfects if you're going to seattle don't forget to visit the space needle sit in on the grunge music scene and have a few injections of illegal experimental gene therapy The Imperfects is a show about good guy lab rats on the run, taking down evil lab rats and mad scientists. The 10 episode series was created by Shelley Erickson and Dennis Heaton and premiered on Netflix on September 8th, 2022. The show follows three young adults that had a rare genetic disease as teenagers that would have ended their lives years ago if it was not for the synthetic stem cells created by doctors Alex Sarkov and Sidney Burke. Unexpectedly for Dr. Burke and the rest of the test subjects, nearly everyone injected with the therapy became monsters or superheroes, depending on your perspective. Tilda Weber, the lead vocalist for a punk rock band, developed super hearing and a highly destructive banshee scream. Abby Singh, a genetic student, gained a succubus-like ability to use her pheromones to attract, enslave, or influence any being in her presence. And Juan Ruiz, a comic book artist and creator, shapeshifts into a murderous chupacabra. Abandoned by Dr. Sarkov, who knew all his former patients would eventually become monstrous individuals, and hunted by a government organization of rogue scientists, the trio and Dr. Burke try to cure themselves and others of their afflictions. But the group learns that some people like being monsters and hurting others. The Imperfects has a small budget 90s TV feel, but with enough modern undertones to make it appealing today. Tropes of unrequited love, learning to trust who you are, and accepting your destiny are the meat of each episode. Quick humor and fresh but familiar character types keep the show watchable, even when it shouldn't be. With an ability to remind jaded adults what it was like to want to be the outsider with powers, I give The Imperfects a guilty Saturday afternoon binge of 7 out of 10. I'm MFG, and that's my two-minute Rocket Review. 
Geeks on the go. Now with more home. <laughs> I guess you're gonna fix some of that stuff in post, huh, Ralph? Fix one in post. We're talking there about. There we go. I figured everything is mine. Okay. <laughs> so for everybody listening, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we make it under a minute every now and again. Mike says I give like 15 million, you know, like a composition essay for a question. But yeah. And then he adds an extra person and thinks, oh, we're going to do it in less time. Hey, I, 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 I've done pretty good so far. Are we ready? Sure. <laughs> sure. All right, cool. Sounds encouraging. Ready, set, go. Is there a need for a third Wonder Woman movie or should DC and Warner Brothers move to another female hero? Mike. Yes, to make up for the awful second movie. Wow, okay, Ralph. No, they should remake the second one and make it seem like it never existed. There wow. Aaron. Uh, move on. Oh, wow. wow. Move on. Okay. <laughs> Does it make sense that Disney didn't recast Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, but recast William Hurt with Harrison Ford? Ralph. Hell no. Even Chadwick would have been like, yes, put someone else. Keep the story alive. What the hell? All right. Aaron. I get it. I think I think it's just still really uh, raw for a lot of people. So, but I'm sure we'll see a new one soon. Like okay, Mike. Years. Recast Bozeman. Let General Ross die. Wow. Okay. True or false? Superhero movies have diminished in quality in the past two years. Ralph. I would say it's more of a wax and waning situation. Where... <laughs> So wax wing was that fucking answer you gave me right now. <laughs> yes, because I'm the one who gave these freaking, you know, SAT. You took questions. a deep breath and you paused you know? and you thought about the meaning of life when you ah. anyway. Exactly. You always think okay. of 42. All right. Okay, you fair, okay now, now that time's up. Finish your answer. What were you saying? It's 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 wax it's been waxing and waning uh for quite some time now. There's some really good superhero movies, but some of them have been very bad. I can't say well, that it's that they all have been bad. Okay. No. All right. Mike? Uh, no. DC movies have been bad for more than 15 years. For other Ooh. things, audience expectations have just become nitpicky. Animated. Okay. Don't forget okay. their animated stuff. Aaron? Um, I'm going to go with not diminished. I don't watch that many, and I know, like... <gasps> like in, okay, I know My in pearls! Game, I know Endgame was, like, 2019, so that's technically more than two years, but, like, okay. it was so good. So yes, it good. was. So I'm, I'm I, I think what a lot of people were saying was that after Endgame, Marvel lost its way in regards to what, the direction they were going. But also, granted, people keep forgetting the pandemic messed up all their plans. So all much. the all the shows that they had lined up and movies and continuity, they had to flip things around because they weren't finishing schedules and movies. They had to they weren't sure what was going to come out when, so they had to pull things out. And so I, mean, I don't think it diminished. I think that's a little of extra. The, the biggest problem is that. After 10 years of Marvel movies, the audiences are like, yeah, you know, we want more. We want more. But, you know, we want, you know, Robert Downey Jr. And, and Chris Evans. And it's like, no, you don't get them anymore. We move on like you originally said you wanted to do, but then don't really want to do. <laughs> like those relationships that you break off with. And you <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, like every time, like, oh, well, you know, maybe they can bring back Iron Man from another dimension or maybe they just don't. Right, <laughs> you know, they because just create an AI version of him and have him installed into uh, Ironheart's yeah. armor. Well, because it's also it's like guys, these aren't comic books; these are real human beings that are aging. 
<laughs> like, you know, Robert right. Downey Jr. has reached a point where like, you know, he's going to soon have like the Eddie Murphy level of like, you know, colored mustache. <laughs> you know? Or Will and, Smith colored hair. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, and we're only then, a slap. <laughs> and then and then trying to believe that even though he's not physically doing a lot, but he's in this suit. You know, you're like, come on. Chris Evans is a real man. He he may look great, but he is not a super soldier. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Chris Evans you know? is a real yeah, You're not going to get another 10 years and still believe he's actually Captain America. Then they're going to be complaining about that. Yeah. Okay. Even though even though they, they still want Hugh Jackman as old as he looks, he, they want him. I don't understand that. I'm like, I mean, Grant, he was great. And yes, you know, he was he, he was the absolute best and absolute worst Wolverine we've ever had because just watch those movies you don't know where it's going um but it's like i mean it's like it's not wolverine is not this super complicated character with you know with this level of like depth that that they can't get someone else to replace him like you'll you'll be fine right all right shout outs what shout outs do we have today people i want to shout out aaron (laughs) with one n and a y but it's not where you think it's going to be (laughs) (laughs) for coming on to the show and for you know all those horrible horrible things that uh that that ralph the tech and cap have made me say about her over the years made me because we have made made me it the the, i'm always just like you know she's an angel she looks like she's 11 years old you know 12 in harsh lighting you know, like I are you are you at the carpets? You laying it on thick, bro. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to say I'm glad she's here. <laughs> I definitely concur with that. It's been a long time coming, but I'm glad and it was the perfect episode for you to be on because you know you had passion for it. It wasn't like, oh, we're gonna talk about Batman. Oh, I guess. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay, guys. <laughs> I heard right. both of you. <laughs> Ralphie, shout out. Aaron, shout out. Um, I would like to shout out no one in particular. You know who you are. Congratulations. <laughs> wow, that just sounds like they lost. <laughs> Maybe. He, he, has, he has that effect on people. Aaron? Um, definitely shouting out MFG, the cap, and Ralph, the tech. Uh, Ooh, those so are great. Cool. I know those people. And I guess, uh, I'll even shout out Steve. I appreciate the uh, that that uh, I guess what do you call that? The break. The, the spoiler break? The, the spoiler warning. Spoiler moment. Yeah, it's been <laughs> I, it's been, he, it's it's out. It's lasted for a long time. Yes, it has. Yeah, he's definitely been very integral in in some of our creation of some of our segments. So definitely, you know, <laughs> we definitely yes. thank you for that. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'll join Mike in, in, in shouting you out as well, even though he did a really good job already, but. I mean, I'm so glad you, you you were able to join us, and you called me by my name seven times, which is a record. <laughs> which the closest other record was done by himself, right? Yes, because he's the only human being I've ever known that has trouble not using his own name. Oh, referencing himself. here we go! Oh my goodness, <laughs> 227 episodes. You think we would let it go? Um, um, shout out to the usual suspects, of course. Shout out to Big Daddy Kev, to intern uh, Joe the intern. To Mr. Koopa, to um, to Lady J, to Emmys for Marvel, to um, Tinkerbell, to South Carolina, um, and every um, Johannes, um, and everybody else that's been listening. Thank you for keeping listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking in on us. 
Um, we have not forgotten you. Please let us know that you're listening. It's definitely um, uh, it's definitely fun to kind of put this stuff together for you guys. Um, is there anything else we want to mention before we bring this to a close? Not at all. Nope. We're just looking forward to having our guests back again somewhere in the future. Oh, here I thought you were gonna say something antagonistic about about women being in the in the workplace and stuff like that. See, no. I was like, I know, I was I, know. I was ready. <laughs> but but you see, he was the one that went there about how, like how you know because you're a woman, you don't know anything and da 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 da. I read between the lines, <laughs> but but it has to be the near future because you know at her age she won't be around that much longer. Wow. <laughs> On that note, that's when I'll bring it to a close. So for Mike, also known as MFG, RC Square off the tech, and Aaron with a Y and an M, but not where you think. Exactly. This is the cap saying keep it geeky. And yeah. <laughs>